We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast well hello and welcome to our third episode together just having fun over here pack a day thank you so much for having us i am shanna i work for the packers radio network i do the halftime and post game reports for the Green Bay Packers, which you can hear on 97.3 The Game. I have to plug that or my bosses will get mad at me <laughs> that I don't mention it enough. Uh, so here we are, and you can hear some of the games on iHeartRadio and the rest of the Packers Radio Network. And then we have Monty here and Nathan here. And, you know, obviously we're going to talk about the Packers. We're going to talk about Monday Night Football. But, Nathan, how do you feel about all the changes with the Bucks? Because I know, like, obviously that's kind of – obviously you know the Packers, but the Bucks are kind of your thing, right? Like, that's what you're yes. most known for. So how are you feeling with everything with Dame and Drew leaving and all that? I am ecstatic. I was actually talking to Monty about it right when we joined. I was like, I'm already – I'm still on a high from, you know, the, the trade <laughs> that they made last week. And yeah. I can't wait for the season to start. It's We got 22 days left, so um, – Who's counting? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's about I think it's about 22. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But it's it's going to be awesome. This is like the best player we're probably ever going to have with Giannis uh, at the same time. So, man, I, I couldn't believe it when it happened. Monty said the same thing. He's like, I had to check for 20 minutes after the trade happened to make sure it was real. And it just was one of those like, holy crap moments. And they went from being like a, a kind of boring-ish team, like knowing what to expect because they were bringing everyone back to all of a sudden, it's just a, a whole new thing and just a whole new excitement around around the Bucks. So I'm very, very excited. Yeah, people people were like putting it in football terms and the, the one that seemed the most applicable was it would be like if Devontae Adams joined the Chiefs. Pretty much. I was, yeah, I was, I was literally <laughs> just going to say, I'm like, it's like Devontae because it's a, it's a back half of his career player, but yeah. still very, very good. And like a very proven player going to one of the best, you know, perfect places for him. So yeah, that, that's a perfect example. Mahomes already gets too much. Okay. Let's <laughs> pump the brakes, pump the brakes. He's also getting Taylor Swift now. Let's just pump the brakes. He's getting anything we, else. That's hey, good. you, you saw my tweet. She, I, I said, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a huge believer in the Taylor Swift type. She's good, but she's not, I don't think she's deserving of the top, top spot. I promise if you're listening right now, we promise we will get to the Packers, but Nathan just <laughs> spurted out fighting, like fighting words. Like 
I I'm not hate- saying she's bad. I don't hate Taylor Swift. I do. I don't like Swifties in general though, because they That's will okay. defend her. Yeah, they'll defend her like no other. And I'm just like, okay, like she's good. I mean, she's got good music. I think Katy Perry's better, but that's a story what? for another day. Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> Listen to Katy Perry's top 10 songs, man. Go, go listen to her top 10. It is so good. But How many of those has Katy Perry written? I'm just going to throw that out there. Taylor I don't care. It's good music. It's good music. <laughs> okay. I, the only thing that bothers me, it's, it's not so much the Taylor Swift aspect because I love her. I adore her. I think Travis Kelsey is wonderful. I love this relationship. What bothers me are the NFL commentators who think they're super witty throwing in song references. And I'm like, yeah. this is so crazy. All over and over again. And they, yeah. and, and like, it's just so cringe. But the one thing <laughs> that I will say, as a female who likes football, and I talked about this on Drew and KB's show yesterday on the game, the thing that I do like about this with the NFL, I don't like that they're going to make money off of her um, and Travis's relationship. But, but what I do like is that you're bringing in a different audience into football. To watching football, yeah. Yeah, you're bringing females in and and guys too, people that don't usually watch football. You're bringing them in to see Travis Kelsey and they're learning the game and they're watching it. And that part I think is really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. But you will love Taylor Swift. Okay, anyway. <laughs> she's so big that she said no to the Super Bowl. That's how big Taylor <laughs> Swift is. And she's like, I'm good. I already pack NFL stadiums, but thanks <laughs> Um, anyway, so, you know, let's talk about it. Monday night football, going out to Vegas, Packers, hopefully not getting too wild on Sunday. Um, and, uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Because I think that, I mean, knock on wood, we were talking about this before too. They should clobber them, but you also don't want to jinx it, right? Like this team is terrible. Yeah. I mean, the, this is one of those here for what ails your team games, right? I mean, the the things the Packers have struggled with the last couple of weeks, they should be able to rectify in this game. Um, and you've had the, you know, you've had the additional rest. So they're all, all signs point to the Packers, you know, overpowering this opponent. Uh, unfortunately with this game being Monday though, and we're recording this on Wednesday, we don't even really have a preliminary injury report for the week yeah. other than what happened yesterday. So, you know, as, as banged up as Green Bay is, I think the complexion of this game greatly shifts based on who they're going to be able to get back. But it yeah. sounds like it does sound like a lot of the guys are practicing, right? Yeah, J- I know Jair was back practicing yesterday. I think Elton Jenkins did, too, even. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. So as as you said, though, I think when I was looking at this, I'm like this, as you kind of said, it's a it's kind of a get right game for both sides of the ball because the Raiders are right now. 32nd in rushing EPA per play, which is obviously the uh, issue that the Packers have defensively is stopping the run. Um, they've been awful. They've only averaged, I think, three yards per attempt, which is the sef- yeah, second fewest in the league. Really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I mean, I, as a Josh Jacobs fantasy owner, I can tell you it's been very bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they haven't been good running the ball. And then defensively, they have not been good against, I mean, either the pass or the run, but especially the pass. 30th in EPA per play allowed against the pass. Um, and they don't really rush the passer that well. Like they're 24th in pass rush win rate. Whereas Packers, if they can get Elton Jenkins back, they should be fine protecting love, I think. So, um, it, it's just a, a game where I'm looking at both sides of the ball and saying, okay, this is kind of your, you know, get right, prove it 
week to to show that okay you know this is this is a team you should be able to handle this is a team that you shouldn't struggle with either of those things and you know now go out and go out and do your job so hopefully they can get it done and hopefully some of these guys can be healthy that so that there aren't any injury concerns or injury questions going into this one well and there's going to be a big microscope on this game because again the packers have had 10 days off you know matt lafleur did not sound very happy in any of these recent press conferences when he's asked about the defense and you know the run defense so there's going to be a big microscope on this game because you know so joe barry's had 10 days to kind of you know right the ship right and not that you know if if they have a bad performance he's going to be fired or anything because this is not that reactive sometimes unfortunately (laughs) um but just i mean that'll be another you know another notch in the in the bad category for Joe Barry, who's already going to be on a pretty short leash. So I think that's going to, that's a big thing to watch in this game. Yeah. I just hope that, you know, they've lost the last three games, right? One of those being the bills, not a big deal. Um, You know, hopefully like this doesn't break it that they're like, we need a win and it comes at our expense. Like that's what I always think of too. It's like, okay, what's their losing streak here? How many are they going to lose in a row before they're like enough is enough. Devonte Adams comes out and just, crushes everything like that is like a little bit of my concern but again knock on wood i hope i'm wrong i've been wrong a lot on here with my predictions so hopefully <laughs> yeah I'm i wrong. mean you did have a couple stories separate this week and last week about you know both adams and jacobs now have both basically said the last couple of games we're tired of losing mm-hmm. like they yep. they are clearly frustrated and yeah prime time game you know at home Obviously, there's going to be some revenge factor for Devonte in this game. I mean, it's. I was thinking before the show, like to how to ask this, but I'll ask you guys. So, what do you think is more likely that the Packers hold Adams to under 100 yards, or that the Packers, as a team, rush for over 100 yards in this game? Ooh, it's more likely. I think we hold Adams under 100 yards. I you was going to so? say. I, I mean. Think so. I, I think I lean towards that with you. Yeah. But that's so tough too, though. Like that's really tough. Because you know that he's going to get a million targets. Of yeah. course he is. I will, but I'll bet against, I will bet against the Raiders defense rather than betting on like if Jair is playing, especially I feel like, okay, we should be able like, I don't think Adams obviously can have a good game against anyone, but I'll, I feel like Ben I'll Ness is going to cover him instead of Jair in the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably he'll probably will. So I don't know. I, I just they will be they will probably be down though. I just don't trust their offense at all. Like I don't trust their offense or their defense. So it's like if I think if I if I'm gonna bet on either, okay, someone's offense is gonna show up in this game. I think I'd trust that the Packers can run for a bunch of yards rather than the Raiders can throw for a bunch of yards because they haven't even I don't they haven't eclipsed 18 points. I don't think the no. whole year. So no, nope. yeah, no. Yeah, so so you're you're more betting that the Raiders defense is bad versus the Packers yeah. being good. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> trust that the Packers will be great. It's just like I yeah. the Raiders just are so bad that I'm not going to trust them. My brain is like mush right now as a as soon as we were talking about like rushing, I'm like, I have Aaron Jones on my fantasy team. And let me tell you, it did not go well for me last, <laughs> last week. I think I got one point. No one cares about your fantasy team. I get that. But I got 1.9 points. And I was like, everything's fine. In a game, they were excited to get him back and they were going to like feature him. That's why. Okay. So someone wanted to, again, no one cares about your fantasy team, but someone wanted to trade me two great players for Aaron Jones. And I was like, nah, 
He's coming back. He's going to be great. A.J. Dillon has not been good. Like, they are just going to hand it off. It's going to be Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. And then we barely saw it. He, he had, I think he had seven snaps total in the first half. And yeah. um, I know I saw something where, like, A.J. Dillon in the first half ran more routes than both um, – I think it was it was Wicks and maybe Jaden Reed as well. I don't remember yep. which two it was, but I'm like, that's insane. Like, what are we doing? And we're down yeah. whatever the score was. I think it was it 27-3 at half. Well, he he didn't touch the ball until they yeah. were down 24-3. That's nuts, dude. That was his first yeah. touch. <laughs> like, that's – I mean, and again, I, at least – okay, yes, he's coming back from injury, so it's not like he was 100%, but still, like, it's – we're just sitting there like, where the hell is Aaron Jones? <laughs> It was, yeah, it was definitely crazy. I mean, that whole game was such a cluster F. Like, poor, I felt so bad for Jordan Love. Like, every time he went down, I was like, oh, my God, this poor man cannot catch a break. But I think my biggest takeaway, and I know that, like, obviously other people have talked about this, but I think my biggest takeaway from that game, everything that happened to Jordan Love, like, what a guy, the way that he handled himself. Like, the composure that that man has is so impressive, in my opinion. Because if that were me, I would be cussing everywhere. And that man (laughs) is cool as a cucumber. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you guys really need to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day routine. Pizza is the ultimate game day food. There is no question about it. If there's one thing that rivals my love for the Green Bay Packers and my love of football, it's my love of pizza. And right now you can actually order online during their pizza pizza pregame. It's one hour before NFL games and you can get ready for football, fun, choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza, pick the toppings that you crave. Me, this is going to sound weird. I know because you know uh, my pickiness with food. I love mushroom and onion. That is my absolute favorite pizza. I know it's probably not everyone else's. And of course, you know you love my food takes, but I love mushroom and onion pizza. I love it from Little Caesars. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning... Everyone's going to score with convenient delivery. They also have their in-store pizza portal, so you can pick up, you can grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. Trust me, you're going to love it. And and if I have to recommend one thing for sure, have to get the crazy bread. The crazy bread is an absolute must. Enjoy it, enjoy your game day, and enjoy it more with Little Caesars. So many of you probably know that Damian Lillard was just traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, and as soon as I found out, 
I had to get opening day tickets immediately. And I will be there at that game because I use game time and even got to use code Packaday for $20 off, which made it even more sweet. The process was so insanely simple. They have these flash deals and you can click on the different areas of the stadium to see which prices are available. You can see the actual view of the seats. It was hassle-free and just super, super simple. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals as well. You can forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The Game Time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without all the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's finally football season, which means... It's also finally daily fantasy football season. And while I get excited to play daily fantasy every year around this time, I'm even more excited this year because I'll be using prize picks for all my daily fantasy selections. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Even better, they offer ultra quick withdrawals to make all your transactions super fast and easy. Also keep an eye out for weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. My favorite, Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Before football season ramps up, I've been using Prize Picks for my MLB and college football picks as I prep for a season of winning in daily fantasy football. The experience has been amazing, and it's increased my daily enjoyment of watching Brewers and Badger games. Now, it's time to get some Jordan Love entries in prior to this weekend's game. The great thing for me is that they offer Apple Pay, which makes depositing money into my account so incredibly easy. So what are you waiting for? Join me on Prize Picks by going to prizepickscom packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepickscom packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Yeah, and again, this is a game where hopefully hopefully it's a get-right game for that offensive line and if they can get a couple guys healthy because, yeah, this Raiders team has not been good rushing the past or they haven't been good just at all defensively. So um, hopefully it's a game that they can kind of correct some of that stuff and he'll be more comfortable because, um, yeah, he, he definitely was not comfortable on, on last Thursday where he yeah, was getting and, and, sacked every other play. And this oh. is, you know, and the Lions did all that, you know, with just their front four, which was made it that much more just – of a domination. Um, but this, yeah, this is a game outside of Max Crosby. I mean, you're not really, you're not really honed in on one guy, uh, that can break the game for you. So yeah, if, if they even get, I would love to have Jenkins back. You know, it feels like one of those, he could play, but because of how conservative this team is knowing that they have a buy coming up, you know, it kind of, I could definitely see them saying, all right, let's give him one more week which turns yeah. into two weeks essentially. So, yeah, I mean, even just Zach Tom who played on Thursday, but was clearly, you know, still hurting. Even if he's the Zach Tom we're used to in this game, that gives them a big advantage. And I think another thing I'm looking at is just overall, how fast and aggressive do they look compared to their opponent? Cause I feel like on Thursday, like my dad commented on it too. He's like, the lions just look so much faster than us. Like just watching the game, like eye test wise, you know, yeah. obviously on the scoreboard, they were destroying us, but just watching the game, you could, they just looked like a whole different aggressiveness level than us. And so that's another thing I'm looking at is just like, do they come out hungry? Do they come out looking like they actually 
are, you know, giving a, 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 you know what, it's like, come on, like, let's, let's get going here. Let's come out with some energy and let's come out um, ready to go. It didn't seem like they did that at all last Thursday. Much yeah. Because vibe. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like from like previous week, much different vibe where you were like, are yeah. you guys awake? Like what's happening here? Like, well, and they had just come out. They had just come off that come from behind win, and you're kind of thinking like, okay, maybe you can carry that over. And it just it went back to what they had in the first half of that game or the first three quarters of that game against the Saints, where they just were pretty lethargic. Yeah, and and again, they've been off for ten days. Their last game was in prime time. Like, I mean, that's that's what's hanging over them right now. So they have to, you know, it's going to show. You know, Matt Lafleur's kind of been under under a microscope too. I mean, how does he have this team respond off of that? I mean, that was a national embarrassment and you didn't get a chance to rectify it for 10 more days. So we're going to see how much, you know, that really mattered to them. I was trying to look this up and I think, I mean, obviously again, it's Wednesday. So like we're so much far ahead than this game is going to be on Monday, but there's been no developments that I've seen with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Like it's still going to be O'Connell playing. I think they're not sure. They said he's still in the concussion protocol, but like he could play. I don't I think they just kind of don't know yet. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was like trying to find stuff. I'm like, yeah, like I said, I know it's like early, mm. um, but O'Connell looked rough last week. So I'm like, yeah. not that Jimmy Garoppolo is great, but in my mind, I'm like, please let. And obviously, I don't want Jimmy to be injured. Nobody come at me. Um, but <laughs> rooting for injuries. She's rooting for injuries. That part. That part. <laughs> Uh, um, unless it's Brittany Mullins. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But if O'Connell stays in, I also feel much more confident in that too. Yeah, and they, they haven't looked good like with either guy. Again, e- even mm-hmm. the first three weeks, they scored 16 points, 10 points, and 18 points, or 17 points, 10 points, and 18 points with Jimmy G. So mm-hmm. it's not like either it's not like Jimmy was actually playing really well. But no. as you said, there is definitely a, like just knowing that he's been a starting quarterback for a while, knowing that he has a little bit of, you know, being comfortable there, a little bit more connection with Devontae. It's definitely, yeah, you if you're picking one or the other, you definitely want O'Connell in there instead. So fingers crossed on that one. Um, what are your score predictions? Because I, I feel like, again, it's so early. We don't know who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing. So it's tough to say. But I don't know. I think it's going to be a, a pretty low scoring game. So I'm going to go off the assumption that I'm going to say Jenkins doesn't play, but Jair does. And because, you know, we absolutely deserve, we need a Jair versus Adams game. I mean, the football gods haven't given us Rodgers versus Mahomes yet, and it doesn't seem like we'll get that. So we definitely need to get Jair versus Devontae. Um, So I kind of think when you talk about get right games, I think both, teams view this as theirs so i kind of think this could be a, a little mini shootout which won't make us feel good about the packers defense i don't think but i mean i tweeted out earlier today i don't know if i am confident enough in joe barry to think that he takes away josh jacobs and adam so i feel like someone's gonna have a day um and i think the packers are they're gonna come out and you know, try to throw it a little bit more because again, like the, the Raiders front won't be getting after Jordan love the way the lions did. So I'm going to go with, I think the Packers are going to win this one. I'm going to go 20. I'm going to go 28, 26. Wow. Closer than I, closer than I expected. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going 30, 20 Packers. I think, okay. as you said, I think it'll be a little bit higher scoring. I mean, it, it, it could easily be a low scoring, ugly, terrible game for sure. But I'm going to go. I just 
the the Raiders defense is that bad. And as you said, I think the Packers should be better against the run in this game, but you can never trust them to do that, especially when you have a talented, like Josh Jacobs is talented as bad as that running game has been so far this year. Like that's a talented running back going against a team that historically is terrible against the run. So hard to trust that. And Jacobs did catch eight passes out of the backfield for 81 yards last week. So that's definitely something to watch is even if they're not using him in the running game, you know, containing him in that, that screen passing game is going to be pretty big. But so I think the Raiders will be able to put up some points. Um, but I think the Packers should have a, a a really good offensive day. Love should be more comfortable. And, you know, again, the Raiders have not been good against the run or the pass. So, you know, if Jones is playing, if Dobbs is, if Dobbs is ready to go and, and Christian Watson's playing and everything, I don't see why the Packers can't put up quite a few points. And Dobbs was kind of the lone bright spot last week on offense where he had nine yeah. for 95 and it wasn't all in meaningful, you know, meaningful time, but nine for 95 is not anything to just gloss over. And, I looked it up. He's one of only six Packers receivers since 2010 to have nine or more catches and 95 plus yards. The others are Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, James Jones, and Randall Cobb. So doesn't happen that often for the Packers. Yeah. And, and you can definitely tell there's some very early chemistry between love and Dobbs. I mean, obviously he had the mental error of, you know, going on the scramble drill while love was in the pocket last week that led to the interception. But I mean, other than that, those guys are very much in sync and it, it Dobbs definitely feels like a security blanket, which is, you know, that, that kind of is the role in this offense that he fits in. And it's nice that he's really settling into that and they're utilizing him that way. Well, that's nice. So I'm going to say I'm going to say 17 to 10. I'm going to do the opposite of you guys, because like I said, and I, you know, we've been talking about it before. Well, no, I'm going to do 17, 14. I'm going to say it's closer than that. Um, I want the Packers to win. But like I said, with the three games in a row that the Raiders have lost, I think that they are going to just get beat by the Raiders. Unpopular opinion. You're, You're picking Raiders to win? I'm I'm going to in the fact that I in the beginning I was going to pick the Packers, <laughs> but then I started thinking about it. Like I said, they've lost three in a row. It's prime time in Vegas, yeah, yeah. so that is why I flipped it. Like as this went on, I'm like, they could maybe like lose this one. Yeah, so you're you're, you're coming should. you're coming to it from the standpoint of the slide can't get much worse. Yes. For for the Raiders. So I'm like, okay, they're going to, they're not going to do better than 17. So I'm going to give them that 17. I'm going to give the Packers 14. And that is what I'm going to go with because I just feel like they're going to like, like we were talking about there, they want to win. They want to win Devante against his old team. I don't want the Packers to lose. So maybe this is good that I'm saying that the Raiders are going to win because every time I make a prediction, it doesn't happen. So you're welcome. (laughs) That that's totally fair. I shouldn't I shouldn't sound like that's that surprising. I think the Packers are only one and a half point favorites or something in this game, so it's not like it's the craziest thing to predict that. And yeah. as I said earlier, like beginning of the season, I think our first episode we did this was, you know, it's going to be inconsistent. You never are really going to know what you're getting from yeah. this team on a week to week basis. There's going to be opponents that you're like they have no chance against them, and they might play really well and be mm-hmm. right in that game. You know, they play like the the Chiefs later. Okay, they might end up competing with do they play the chiefs i could be wrong yeah they play, they yes, play they Matt lambo yeah they play the chiefs it could be end up being a, a really close game that you're like wow they looked way better than we thought um this game might be one that you go into it thinking okay they, they should be able to win this game the raiders have looked really bad they might you know really struggle it might just be a lot of games where so far this season it's like they haven't been able to put together 
a full game. It's kind of been, okay, they have a good half and a bad half or a good three quarters and a bad one quarter. Um, like against the Bears, they were kind of, you know, average in the first half, but then looked really good in the second half. Against the Falcons, they obviously blew that game in the fourth quarter. And then um, the Saints, they came back in the fourth quarter. Yesterday, they struggled in the first half, or last week, they struggled in the first half, had a little bit better second half. So it, it's kind of probably going to be like that all season where you just, it, it's hard for them to put together four consistent quarters in a row and, and multiple games in a row, it's going to kind of be um, a little bit good, a little bit bad. So yeah, it, it's going to be tough to predict. I like that we get two primetime games back to back because that, you know, kind of becomes a narrative in a QB's career about how they do, how they do in primetime. So I, I like the fact that he's got a chance to just b- immediately bounce back from that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this is my fun segment for you guys today. Um, so my girl, Caitlin Moyer used to work with the Brewers and she used to do like reenactments of movies with the Brewers players. So this is my challenge to you right now. And this is very putting you on the spot. And I'm sorry, because I thought of this on my way home when I was stuck in Brewers <laughs> today. If you were to cast the hangover, so like the four main guys, but you can only use Packer players, who are you going to pick and why? And I will go first because this is my game. So I would do Stu. No, yes. No, not Stu. Doug, like the groom. That mm-hmm. would be Jordan Love because he's so like sweet and innocent. And he would be the one that would like that they have to find and be like, we got to find, we got to find Jordan. We got to find Doug. So that's who I would pick for that role. That's probably a good one for that. I'm trying to think of another one that is, is as you said, kind of, kind of fits that. Man, that's. This is yeah, tough. You, as you said, you're putting me on this. You're putting us on the spot here. This is. This I've is, got. Um, you can do I've another lot. character too if you're like. Actually, I would pick this as this character. Okay, because I was gonna do. I've got Alan as David Bakhtiari. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> interesting, interesting. See, I picked for Alan. I picked um because all I think about is like we're the three best friends. When yeah. I, him. I think of um like AJ Dillon where he's just like, like okay, that's pretty good. That's guy. pretty good. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who to, who who Phil would be like. <sighs> oh, Phil, I've got two. Phil would be who, Jair because yeah. he's got that that's, cockiness. That's what I was. Yeah. I was gonna kind of say Jair. I'm like, I could see that he's got the confidence. He's got that arrogance to him. I, I that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's what I picked for that one. And then Stu Ed Helms also from the office. I could not think of anyone for his character, like someone who's like a little bit like of a worrier. Uh, you could probably go with, you could probably go with Matt LaFleur on that one. I was just that, that's what, I, we all, we were all on the same page. Yeah. Like, we all I literally was like, Oh, actually, actually. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so fun. Okay. So I think we have our whole cast then. Yeah. Yeah. We, the, we've the, recast the, the movie. Guys, yeah. They reboot everything else in Hollywood. They should they should roll with this. Why not? Yeah. You know what? Well, cool, because there was another Pack a Day episode last season. I think, or maybe it was um, maybe it was in the off season, and they were talking about um, recasting the Packers. Like, who would play Packer players? So, like, someone said, like Michael B. Jordan would be Jordan Love, and I was like, mm, perfection. Um, so, like, I was thinking about that. The Brewers thing. It just made me laugh. So, thank you for um, playing along with my game today. Of course. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, okay, so I think um, I think that's our episode. Unless you guys have anything else to add. Um, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Yeah, I was gonna go Bucks and go Brewers. Sorry, Nathan. 
Nah, yeah, that's fine. I don't. I don't hate the Brewers. I, I look. I'm a Cubs fan, but I don't. I don't have this like hatred in my heart for the Brewers. I'll root against them usually during the season because it helps the Cubs. But at this point, it's whatever. We're out. The Brewers are Milwaukee's team. Like, go ahead. There we go. That's Kevin. fair. That's very nice of you. Also, it's Wednesday, so we don't know what's going to happen. They could totally yeah. be out of it today, unfortunately. <laughs> but fingers yeah. crossed, they're not. Um, also, very fun this weekend as well. Obviously, you want to watch the Packers on Monday night, but also across the pond. The Bills and the Jags, um, obviously, where I'm from, so I got to give a shout out. And they are also opening bars and letting you buy alcohol earlier than usual on Sunday in Buffalo because people in Buffalo are ratchet and I love them for it. So (laughs) that's awesome. Something to check out this weekend. But um, yeah, and you can find us on all the socials. I'm Oh Hey, it's Shanna. I'm at Nathan Marzion, N A T H A N M A R Z I O N on Twitter. And I am at Ferd Turgeson, F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. Seemingly ranch. Um, okay, great. <laughs> that made me laugh when I saw that on your Twitter. I'm like, oh my God, that was so quick. Um, okay, thanks, guys. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack. Go.